district, we've created uh, a greater focus on the diversity, creating our Hmong and Somali language and cultural pathways. Um, we've also focused on making our enrollment process more equitable for all of our families across the, the city. Um, we've really emphasized school-based mental health clinics and supports. We did some great work around facilities. We opened up new athletic fields at South and North um, high schools. And then we also um, refurbished a Franklin Middle School pool. So there's been a, there's been a lot that we've done. Um, but I would say for me, the, the greatest the greatest feeling I've had has just been able to serve the Minneapolis public schools. You know, it's a long-standing district, one of the longest-standing districts in the state. You know, um, and just been a real privilege to be a part of the organization. It's interesting that the latest contract uh, started July 1st, 2019. It doesn't seem like it was that uh, long ago. But now, what is next for you, sir? Well, for me, I think um, I've always believed that, you know, you need to focus on faith, family, and work in that order. And I think that over the, the last few years, I've had a hard time prioritizing things. So um, <laughs> I wonder why, <laughs> you know, at least, at least prioritizing those those areas. And I think for me, I'm just going to take some time and, um, you know, whatever I encounter in the near future, it's going to hopefully be to make a positive impact in the lives of, of people, you know, to try and to try and do good things and um, be nice, you know, um, <laughs> making sure that doing whatever I do with the, the idea of making it better for, for people. It's interesting. So uh, your tenure here is ending and the school year is also ending. Terrible segue, but uh, it was out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very no, it is, it is, it is June and, and obviously June marks the end of the school year and we're, um, I think, less than a month away to, to wrap up. We've got our, our classes of uh, high school students, our seniors who are graduating. We start our graduations um, this week, I think, but then we get our comprehensive graduations next week. And I want to just take a moment to congratulate all of our seniors. Uh, they've worked hard in their studies, their after-school activities, um, you know, and through one of the most unprecedented times in history. Also want to thank all of the educators who supported them. You know, graduation comes one time in your career um, in high school. But there have been a lot of people who've made a positive impact in their lives from the preschool teacher, perhaps, to the elementary teacher, to uh, the building administrators, so just a lot of different people in the schools who've made an impact. And uh, just, again, want to congratulate our seniors for all of their work and looking forward to um, having them have an in-person celebration, you know, in the next few days. Good stuff. Even though the school year is ending uh, Superintendent MPS will offer a variety of academic enrichment and arts programming for students of all ages this summer, which is always good. I love the, the idea of keeping uh, students busy even uh, throughout the summer. Summer Scholars is a free program that runs July 5th through the 28th. Can you talk about that and what locations they'll be available throughout the city? Yeah, uh, so I would encourage everyone to go to our MPS website and get more information on the, the different details of uh, locations. But, you know, what we're... we're going to have supports for transportation to and from the site, so we'll have reliable transportation that people can access um, during the Summer Scholars Program. Um, it is a free program. We're going to have inclusive advanced academics, which means some hands-on activities, experiential learning, uh, some challenging curriculum, and, and really a chance for our students to explore careers, you know, finding out what it means to, to um, apply those daily skills into the real workforce. We'll also have special education services for students 
of all abilities. So we'll have the uh, supports for special education services, as well as our English language learner services to, to make sure our students are able to, to process the information um, in English. So I would again say more information on our website, uh, but we're looking forward to starting that program July 5th through 20, uh, 28th of July, and it's going to be at various locations throughout the city. Interesting. What is the Save Your Seat campaign? I just got a note about that uh, just last night. I hadn't heard about that. Yeah, so this campaign is really about um, asking our families to fill out an online form to let us know whether or not their child will be riding a bus next year. Ah. You know, we started this school. We started this school year with a lot of challenges around transportation. We actually came out in, I think, early July and just identified that we had a driver shortage. We did a great deal of recruitment retention work um, and still are faced with those difficulties of uh, making sure we have busing available for students. And one of the things we recognized is that a lot of families, um, you know, were signed up for it just by default but weren't actually taking advantage of those opportunities. So it, it created more delays in our routes. And, you know, really what we're going to do is we're going to get a better estimate of how many students plan on riding the bus. And then we'll be able to help us secure bus drivers and plan routes more effectively and help alleviate, you know, some of the issues that we've had this school year due to the, the national bus driver shortage. So just asking families to uh, keep an eye out for the Save Your Seat campaign and uh, really want to encourage them to fill out the online form so that they can access transportation um, if they want it and need it. So uh, your time is winding down. Of course, your last official day is June 30th. We'll talk about the transition to the interim superintendent, Rochelle Cox, um, and your thoughts behind that. And, uh, yeah, what are you thinking on that? Well, I've had a pleasure of working with uh, Associate Superintendent Cox for six years. Uh, she's been with the district for more than 20 years in a lot of different positions. Um, she's very student-centered, strategic-focused. Um, she's a, a really, really positive person. And I think, um, you know, as we make this transition, it's going to be as smooth a transition as possible for an interim superintendent. Um, I know she's got really good relationships with the staff and the school communities. And so I... You know, I'm going to miss working with MPS, but I know that leaving the district with uh, Associate Superintendent Cox as the interim superintendent is, is going to make things very smooth and uh, just make it a positive transition. And I know she's looking forward to connecting with all of you. We've been having meetings on a regular basis, um, doing some of those transition meetings. And so um, I know she'll be excited to, to join you and KMOJ uh, community here in the next uh, month or so. Interesting. Uh, when you came into the district in 2016, that was the same uh, within days of uh, me taking the lead here at KMOJ. So uh, it's interesting. I think uh, it's, it's different. And one of the first things that I asked you as we were closing that interview, and I'll ask you the same question today, what is your message to students now at this important, important juncture in your career here in Minneapolis? Well, I do remember the, the meeting we had there. I think I was with Dirk Tedman. We actually came into the <laughs> yes. office yep. there. And um, I don't recall what I said to students, but I guess what I would say now, just in reflection again of where we are in our community and our society, is never underestimate the, the power of, um, you know, your value and who you are and uh, just the importance of being a part of a, a community. You know, we've seen over the years... Um, how much has changed with, you know, the, the, just the interaction with, um, 
with people through social media and, and through some of the challenges with the pandemic. And I think what I've also recognized is that our students um, play an important role in that trajectory. And too often we, we say, you know, these are our future leaders. And I've often said, they're our leaders now. We just need to give them the space and the support to, to show up and uh, to do that work um, in a way that doesn't put the responsibility on them, but actually empowers them. So I would say to our students, um, you know, I'm proud of what you can accomplish. And I certainly know that, you know, our future is in good hands um, with your work. So Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I got to pause here for a second. All right. Ed Graff, it's been a pleasure being with you. Uh, I'm not saying goodbye, but uh, let's, let's stay in touch. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just curious where your educational path will take you. It's gone through Alaska, of all places, right, right. to Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just curious to see what's next. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm not sure what the future holds, um, but, you know, I'll definitely stay connected and um, look forward to, to um continuing to do what I can to help our, our educational community and our, our, um, our schools as much as possible. Well, Chantel, it's not over. We got him for another 30 days. Oh, yes. Well, we'll definitely be harassing. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to make sure you live to the letter of that contract. I'm telling you. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate all of your support of Camo J and just continue to be transparent with us and checking in with us and keeping us updated on everything you that you've done in the district and everything, all things MPS. So we appreciate you. Thanks. I'm grateful for our time and uh, look forward to... Uh, uh, great things in the future from KMOJ. Yeah, wherever, whatever.